Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to this series on the deception of fear. Fear keeps us from moving forward when we need to. It it keeps us from taking risks that could totally change our destiny for the good. Not just for the bad, but for the good. It can keep us from seeing new opportunities in front of us or taking those opportunities. It can keep us from... uh, you know, trying to understand people who are different from us. It can, it, can, it can get in the way of us making progress as human beings to get along with one another, to understand each other's cultures. It can get in the way of growth, not only uh, you know, physical and um, maybe financial growth, but, but mental growth and spiritual growth. It can get in the way of learning uh, that we may be wrong about a, something, a philosophy, a value system, something that we've, we've been taught to believe or something that we chose to believe somewhere along the way and then realize that maybe it's not holding any water and we're afraid to step over because we're afraid that we'll lose our, our sense of, of, of uh, identity or well-being if we, if we step over that line. But we can't allow fear to stop us from this. This is why it is so deceiving. Fear is a deception at many levels. And there's a lot more to this because we're going to get into some science behind it. Um, And when I mean science, I'm talking about the biological effects, the the effects on the brain, um, the the composure that we create in our own hearts and minds from as a result of fear and what it does to us. And yesterday we got into the circle of fear. We, We explained that pretty much in depth. If you don't understand what the circle of fear is, I would encourage you to go back and listen. In fact, listen from the beginning of this series. We've already shared a lot of groundwork to get started on this. So when we become uncomfortable with our feelings of anxiety and define them as abnormal or unnatural, as feelings others must not be experiencing, so this is basically comparing, which is horribly devastating, um, Unlike the example that I shared yesterday where the woman was crossing the street and just justified her feeling anxious, the second scenario I shared, she did not feel the situation warranted any anxiety, which was where she was sitting in the movie theater looking at the exit signs and the advertisement for, you know, knowing where to exit, and then it kind of cascaded down on her from there. But she just became more anxious, and because she didn't feel any of her feelings of anxiety were justified or normal, then this just continued to perpetuate itself and snowball into an unsurmountable amount of emotions and anxiety that that caused a a, a lot of problems for her, which was the circle of anxiety that I I had mentioned to you before. Today, I want to talk about what stress and anxiety do to the brain over time. And with all the chaos that we're seeing in the world today and the fear that has become really quite an epidemic problem with so many people, people that maybe have never been fearful before are now fearful. This is important to know, so I can't leave this part out of our podcast series. So a survival response is helpful and necessary when we encounter a real threat, but but in excess, and especially over long term, it does massive damage to our bodies. The effects of chronic stress or fear 
have been linked to a weakened immune system. Now that's probably a biggie right there because with the COVID being constantly, you know, in our faces, a day in, day out, day in, day out, with this fear mounting about COVID, the last thing that we want is to have a weakened immune system. Okay, and and I I hate to say this, but all this some of some of what you're hearing is, uh, I believe, really um, setting us up for that for that fall. Okay, so. So in, in some cases, people are weakening their immune systems to the point that they just get COVID automatically and everything else that comes across, you know, their path. And I've even seen this before COVID. I've seen people, oh yeah, flu's coming. I'm going to get it no matter what. I always get it every year and they're afraid they're going to get it. And sure enough, they get it because we set ourselves up and, and we change our biological structure. We weaken our immune system. We increase our cortisol. We, we end up uh, losing uh, the, the important hormones and chemistry that we need to fight disease. But also some other consequences are weight gain, heart disease, and many other issues. But new research is finding a possible correlation between prolonged stress, anxiety, fear, and structural degeneration of the hippocampus and impaired functioning of the prefrontal cortex. I'm going to explain this, so hang with me. This means that the wear and tear caused by the brain, or to the brain rather, by chronic stress, fear, anxiety, could be tied to an increased risk of depression and dementia. Now, I know you don't want to go there, right? Nobody does. Nobody wants to end up in that state. But the good news is that some of the damage incurred from chronic stress, fear, anxiety is not completely irreversible. In fact, according to some experts, it was long believed that once a brain lost its volume, it's gone forever. But we know now that that's not entirely true. Our brains are plastic, and you've heard me talk about neuroplasticity many times meaning they're capable of changing. The plasticity allows our brains some degree of regrowth and regeneration, and I've seen it in many, many people. The best way, however, to protect your brain and body from the effects of chronic stress, fear, and anxiety is to look for ways to manage it beforehand and before it starts to affect your health. So I'm going to be sharing some ways with you, and that's what we're going to be doing in our next episode here. So I hope you'll come back because I want to get to these solutions for you. I don't want to leave you hopeless, so I hope you come back and join us and that you will also bring people with you or share it with others. Now, one great solution I'm going to share before I close out today is my book, Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine. And no, this is not necessarily an advertisement for the book, but it does have 12 chapters of solid solutions on how to build a success routine so that you can pull yourself out of this funk that so many people are in today. There's assignments, there's eight downloadable tools, there's seven case studies of others who have and multiple other tools for you to use in it. Signing off for now and wishing you an amazing day, encouraging you to keep reaching higher and never ever give up on yourself or your dreams. Thank you again for joining.